you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning into this episode of Back of Movie News. Today, we're going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story, a movie that completely blew our expectations right out of the water. This is a spoiler review, so if you guys haven't seen the movie, go out and see it, and we'll see you right here on Back of Movie News. in the house everybody i'm casey sampson i'm chase cooper once again guys we're going to be talking about solo a star wars story and it's a spoiler review so if you haven't seen it do not watch this movie because if you're a hardcore star wars fan there's some great things that go on in this movie like yeah. i said blew our expectations right out of the water so guys this movie is directed by john and lawrence kasdan uh lawrence kasdan it was, was also most written by john and yeah. kasdan. did i say directed <laughs> you did uh, my bad okay di- written by john and lawrence kasdan their, their father and son and lawrence kasdan is best known for his uh writing on empire strikes back and um, also, we had Ron Howard, who uh, basically saved this movie, and he di- he directed Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, we also got um, Alden Ehrenreich starring Han Solo. We got Giannis Sotomo as Chewbacca. Worth, it's worth mentioning. That guy's not getting enough credit, man. No. And also, we got Donald Glover portraying Lando, Amelia Clark as Kira, and Woody Harrelson as Beckett. And we also got um, Paul Bettany as Dryden. So, Chase, let's just dive into here right now. Um, as a whole, how did you like the movie? I liked it. Honestly, it was pretty great. I mean, I I had low expectations going in. As I've said many times before, a little trepid. Didn't want to expect too much. I was excited to see uh, Alden Ehrenreich as solo. He did not disappoint whatsoever. Oh, yeah. But uh, we talked about this. It's, I think one scene kind of makes it like great to me but the whole movie itself it's it's a really it's a good star wars movie oh man. absolutely i can't wait to talk about that scene later yeah. but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's on like the level with you know rogue one and stuff you know it's a good spin-off it feels like star wars yeah. it's fun oh yeah I, I pretty much loved it yeah man the, How, the, the, like the sense of adventure within this movie is exactly what star wars is like all about this completely captured everything that i think that star wars should and is so the problem is, is like now we're hearing like all these fans and they're crapping on it again. It's uh-huh. like, why? Why are you doing this? And yeah. dude, honestly, it's getting to the point like people who I used to like look up to, like talking about stars, yeah. it's come to the point like I can't even listen to you anymore, man, because uh-huh. you're you're trying so hard just to for this to be something it's not. If you're not going to accept it that it's something new and fresh, then you're never going to have a good time at any of these new upcoming uh-huh. movies. But um, all right, uh, so moving on from that, uh, let's just talk about the characters here. So let's just give it into, like, put into groups here. So we'll put Han and Chewie, uh, Lando and Kira, and Beckett all into one group too. So how did you feel about all of those, the introduction to Han and Chewie, and, you know, just uh, how they float as, as like, chemistry-wise sure. and stuff? Uh, like I said, Han Solo, ordinary Rick, he's a good Han Solo. Absolutely. It wasn't Harrison Ford Han Solo, but he's a really good Han Solo. I thought he had great chemistry, basically, with everyone he interacted mm-hmm. with. Um, uh, maybe except I mean I guess he had chemistry with Woody Harrelson but Beckett's character was me I'll say that in a second but um, oh really yeah huh. well just a couple of things um, but anyways uh, Chewie I thought good as always it was weird a couple of times he had like a bit more like dialogue basically yeah and it, it, it felt you know a little silly and it's like you know Sometimes. I wish they would have worked around it but still it's Chewbacca it was great yeah. him and Han Solo that was Han yeah, how'd Solo you th- and how, Chewie how did you feel about the introduction to them that was cool that was a good introduction man we were in the theater and the second he, uh, he got dropped into that pit 
I was like, it's Chewbacca. And I was like, it's a a rancor, man. It so is. But you you called it, dude. They did a good job making it sound scary. Oh, absolutely. Wookiees can be scary. Yeah. I was telling them rip someone's arms off. Finally, (laughs) dude. It was was impressive. I'm glad that they put that in there. No, but yeah, the introduction was cool. It was a a pretty tense scene. It was fun. Once again, silly when Han was speaking, you know, Wookiees. But it was like like so silly that it was like fine. You brushed it off. It was just like, ah. Like, okay, good. Anybody would be like, ah. But it's it's still yeah. funny nonetheless. Yeah. I was nice. I was glad it worked because it was a real quick introduction, and we haven't seen obviously what uh, what made them like how close they are. What uh, <clears throat> what made them how close they are? <laughs> but uh, good call. <laughs> but um, I think it was a good start, and it just it developed real quickly. But it felt like Han and Chewie, and then Kira also good uh, chemistry with Alden Ehrenreich, him and Amelia Clark. Same goes for Donald Glover. He was cool. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, we talked about the the accent. It's it felt like it was in and out of like the Billy D. Williams like accent almost. Like it felt like you. There were some points yeah. there where it felt like he was like, is is he trying to do a British accent? Like he was going in and out of it. Yeah. There, it was only one scene that I can recall. Other than that, he was fine. So. Yeah. No, I agree. And then um, uh, with Beckett, the only thing I'll say is I thought his character was just a bit, I guess, dry. Because I, I someone predictable kind of character, maybe yeah. It was it was kind of a stock character, you know. It Especially when he said like, "Oh, don't trust anybody." And it's like yeah. right then and there, you kind of knew. Yeah, he and was he's that just the old guy. I saw it. I forget what review I was watching, but someone pointed out they said he was just he was relegated to being just the the old guy looking for like one more shot to get out, you know. And yeah, it's, it's and a good it way didn't to put it. And he, you know, Harrelson couldn't. Unfortunately, he couldn't. You know, like get over that and make it like great, you know. But still, overall, I thought all the characters were. Good characters. Oh, absolutely, dude. I, I mean, I, I, I thought Alden Ehrenreich killed it as Han Solo. I mean, he gave off that that young teenage angst sort of thing about Han Solo, where he felt like this, like sort of like James Dean character, you know, just like flying by the seat of his pants. And that's another thing I like to say is that the the way that he acquired like certain things, um, like for example, the most famous blaster, like within Star Wars, like when he got that, like it was just put together and just handed to him. There was no big moment where we're looking down at it like at a camera with some like sad music playing or something like that he's a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy so just the way that he's he's get taking what he can get at the time and it's just it's just that I don't know how to really put yeah. it into words but it just makes sense for his character to uh-huh. have that instead of having everything be this sort of sentimental sort of value yeah. he's just like okay like I'll take exactly. it you know? it was so. it was natural it flowed yeah Not we can we could talk about uh, Paul Bettany's uh, portrayal of uh, Dry- Dryden and we Dryden. also had John Favreau as Rio um, and Infus Ness she she was played by uh, Aaron Kellerman we didn't know that she was a woman but she oh, was yeah, so. Right. Uh, how did you feel about any of those sort of side characters? Uh, I thought uh, Dryden, he was he was pretty cool. I mean, he was almost, he felt a little, I guess, underdeveloped. I mean, he was just kind of like the, just the big bad, you know? He was just, yeah. he was just sort of the background. Uh, so he felt a little bit more like, like plot, you know? Like they had to have him there and he had to do certain things at certain times. But at the same yeah. time, I thought it was a good portrayal. Yeah. And uh, in the end, when he went down, it was kind of easy, but it didn't feel wrong, you know? That's the that's thing like that's a hard to fight. do about movies is... Though is like even like in Wonder Woman is like if you really want to make it like some sort of like twist that he isn't the guy who's behind yeah. everything, develop him more yeah. you know like a lot more because then we're just not going to see that coming. Exactly. So kind of like Snoke, you know, like they yeah. built him up like so much and it was like there's no way anything's going to happen to him. And then when that happened, we're like oh my god, uh-huh. so kind of like kind of like that. But yeah, Bettany was kind of like Beckett, just a, just a bit of a stock character. It felt at times. Yeah, uh, and then. Um, John Favreau. Uh, John Favreau didn't really care for Rio. He was all right, but it yeah. felt uh, 
uh, forced maybe I don't know it just it didn't totally feel right I don't I didn't dislike the character but <laughs> sure yeah and when he died you know it didn't it didn't help it didn't get me emotional you know that's supposed to be a jumping off point make us like oh they got to come together now but nah. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah otherwise the rest of the characters all right well L three yeah it's eh, not so much. all right funny enough and yeah. a little different than we've seen a tiny yeah. bit. But at the same time, it was just uh, something we've seen before in Star yeah. Wars. And this is this this is the really cool thing about the movie is like how much they tied in together because uh-huh. we um, we saw like one of Sagrero's partisans, like one of the main yeah. guys who was like leading like his like the own little squad or whatever that went out to go get Jin. Yeah. Well, not that wasn't their objective, but you yeah. know they went into town to blow some shit up. So, um, but he was in there, so that was cool to see. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Also, um, it, just also the way that like you know like L three, she's plugged into the Falcon now, oh, so yeah. like the reason that she can maybe the ship can calculate so well, or just like the the por- the performance of it just out out do- outdoes or outdoes yeah, outdoes. outdoes it like it's any like, other ship. Yeah, it's better than I mean? like the average ship, and it's because. L3, and I actually, I forgot to say that, uh, but in the theater, I thought, when that happened, I thought to myself, I was like, wow, that'll actually, I'll think about that next time I'm watching something yeah. from the original trilogy, and yeah, be absolutely. like, yeah, there it is. And there was another, the, the cooler things were, it was the, the score, dude. There was so many callbacks to the original trilogy that, like, the da 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 that, that song, that score, just gives me goosebumps, like, every single time, so, like, uh, how did you feel about the score, dude? The score was alright, uh, I'd have, I've listened to it a little bit, like, while I was reading recently, so... I feel a little bit better about it, but in the theater, there was a couple times, and I don't know exactly what points or what tracks, there were a few times where I thought, you know, it didn't totally feel Star Wars-y, but then again, I'm glad, though, because Rogue, I think, yeah, it's just, it's a little, it was was good music, it was just a little different, because I'm just used, basically, used to John Williams at this point. Sure. Rogue One, I, I, uh, Michael Gia... Giacchino. Giacchino, he was good, and that was a little different, felt a little more like, you know, what we've heard before, but this one was... New, so I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too, man. All right, so man, let me let me ask you. So, like, how did you feel about this, like, as a story? Like, do you like the story that was like told? You know what I mean? What I'll say is, I I enjoyed the story. Uh, what we saw when the the movie was about to come out, the early reviews, it basically it praised the characters and the action, you know, the effects and everything. But it said the story. A lot of people said it felt like average or like real simple. Connect the dots. Like this stuff is kind of happening because it has to happen. Like. It's structure, you know? Yeah. It's good, but boring, basically. But uh, I disagree. I had a lot of fun with it. It didn't feel like it was dragging. Yeah. Uh, I was... I thought... I mean, it is maybe simple... You know, just it's kind of a but at the but same time, the other movies are simple as well. Exactly. That's the thing that people like don't understand. It's good versus evil. Yeah, it's most just, like any other kind of movie. Yeah, the way they got together, the one guy going for his last ride, Han going. It may have been simple, but I think it was executed well enough. Yeah, and I'll say they achieved a, a good, a great tone with it. Oh, I think yeah. we were leading up to it. I think one of the things I wanted, I can't remember when I said this on the podcast here, but I said I just wanted to to feel. Not exactly like the Star Speakers, but I wanted it to feel markedly different from the original trilogy. Like a weird blend of like something new and that. <laughs> Honestly, and man, it, felt, to, it to had a really perfect good vibe. balance. To yeah, be honest with you, unbalanced. there's that word again. So, I mean, I, I thought it proud. did a very good job. It was different, but it also like, ha- cap- like had those moments of like, this, this feels like Star Wars. Like I said, man, there was never a dull moment in this movie. There was never a moment where I was like... Oh my god! Well, this is dragging right now. Like every every moment within this movie was like super intense, and to me, that is a character of Han Solo. Like I said uh-huh. it once, I'll say it again. It was a fly by the seat of your pants kind of movie, just like go 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 go, you know. And even like when he got his like name, man, it was just like yeah. the fact that he didn't make like a big deal about his name either. Like that was also like really cool to me. So, um, 
yeah, man, I, I really love this movie. So that's all I, I can just, say, really. Yeah, and it's people. It's not going to get enough credit from the fans. Unfortunately, it seems yeah. like the critics are all right with it. They sort of think we're on the same like level as that. Yeah. And then uh, you know the fan side of like the Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. That's oof. yeah. All right, dude. But here, let's talk about the coolest moment of this entire movie, man. And let yes! me just like bust this out here for a second. Just whip it out. Oh, there we go. Yeah. This guy right here. Chase, who is he? Uh, that's Darth Maul, my that's friend. That's Darth fucking Maul. They brought him back into the cinematic universe, man. This is what we're talking about. The way that they tied so much into the movies, man. People were complaining that they didn't include, like, a whole lot of canon. You said it best, man. Like, people were freaking out when Saw Gerrera, he was a character from the Clone Wars, and they put him into Rogue One. Fucking Darth Maul was in the very, he was in the Phantom Menace, the first prequel to ever be released, Uh and he was throughout the Clone Wars and also seeped into Rebels, man. And we, dude, oh Oh my god, we could not stop screaming about how great this moment was. We saw the hologram, we saw Hooded Figure, when they pulled back a little bit, it was like, those are robot legs, man. And like, that voice sounds familiar. And then when they did the front shot of him and he kind of bled into light, still had the hood on, you saw the lines where he's like, he fucking, I've never seen this guy. He he went, what? (laughs) And I was like smacking, I was pointing at the camera. Oh my God, dude. It was wild. How did you feel about this moment? I fucking loved it, man. (laughs) I can't, I, like we said, I, I, it's like two days on now. I still don't believe that they did this. I know. We're seeing it tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, we're God. probably going to be, I mean, maybe not as excited as, but still, we're good. it's going to be fucking oh, amazing. I, I'm going to be waiting for that moment through the entire movie. <laughs> it's just, it makes sense. We know his story. This is, yeah. uh, we haven't, this part in the timeline, we haven't seen him. Last we saw, he was back on, I think I saw somewhere, he was back on Dothamir getting ready to build up his plan. Be- sure. It was before Rebels. It was after Palpatine kicked his ass. Yeah. And here it is. We're going to see he's that. the big bad of, the, of yeah. the crime syndicates and everything. Like they said in the very beginning of the movie. That's one exactly. thing I forgot to mention. That was a really cool opening. Just saying. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was pretty good. It was different. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. But no, this, but yeah. yeah. Ma, and it's, I just, it's one of those things where it is not one of those things. You just, <laughs> I, I never expected this. I don't know if yeah, anyone dude. expected this. No. Because it's one of the coolest characters fucking ever. Even if he wasn't like, didn't have that much to do in the I first movie. I don't care, movie. dude. He was my first like favorite Star Wars character. The Phantom Menace was the first movie that I ever saw of Star Wars. And like, I'm not saying like, oh, the prequels are better than the originals. Everybody knows the originals are better, but that's just how I got into it. So that's why, you know, yeah. our generation can't necessarily hate on these movies. Those were the first ones that we saw, so. I like them. Yeah. Hit my ass if you don't like them. <laughs> um, yeah, but dude, this opens up a whole new discussion, man. Because what if, like, we hear that we're getting a Lando movie. We know that we're going to be getting an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. And so what if this guy is going to be the big bad and these movies are going to, like, end up being like a trilogy of, of sorts or whatever. Yeah. And if, we know that Kira survives. She yes. has to go at some point, or maybe they'll do something with her, like an animated show. I doubt they put her. Maybe Benny Benny and Weiss could work with her again. You maybe. know, I mean, think about it, dude. I mean, she's she's on Game of Thrones. She works with them, so who knows, man? That, that's that's the thing. Is like, there's so much you can speculate about this. Uh, what do you think could happen? I, I don't. I I really don't know. Unfortunately, I see. I think. I'm not totally sure. I, I, the other day, I was like, sure, they have to put him in if they tease him. I'm not totally sure he's going to have a big role in any movie going forward. But I think, like we just said, this opens up the possibility. You said uh, Lando, Kenobi, there's Boba Fett movie coming, yeah, directed yeah, by yeah. James Mangold. It's going to be great. And uh, 
and maybe a, a solo sequel or two or something. Yeah. So I agree. I think the coolest idea would be for him, whether he has a major role as a villain or if it's just more like smaller roles or cameos again. Yeah. If they have him in, say, Solo, uh, Boba Fett, that would make sense. Like You could connect you that, could I hire, think. He could be hiring Boba Fett to yeah. do something. So Or Fett could be working for the Huts, who are against him at this moment. But oh, yeah. um, uh, and then Battling Kenobi like, turf and crime. So like, yeah. And then if they did the Kenobi movie, and you know, actually that would work because okay, here. So we saw that plot leak. Oh, oh okay. We I have th- a plot synopsis I think, going on. Well, no, there was like a, a leak. I don't think it's actually true that uh, about the Obi Wan movie being where he's just being in his old hermit self, and then there's some issue with some one of the gangs or something on Tatooine, and he gets involved, and it leads to something bigger. Now, mm-hmm. I think that was sort of debunked because that's the exact synopsis of Kenobi, that novel that came out a few years ago. Okay. And I don't know if they're actually going to do that. But say if they did do something like that, it would make sense again because if he's working with the crime syndicates and stuff, it would make sense that he would be connected to that if yeah. they wanted to work it there. Yeah. And then like you said, they could maybe – it'd be cool if they recreated that scene from Rebels where uh, Darth Maul died in his hands. But yeah, yeah, dude. I mean – if they went the, to the extent, like, you straight up said fan fiction, dude. So yeah, dude. What, why wouldn't they want to go to, like, that level of it? I mean, honestly, like, we we hear that Alden Ehrenreich has signed off for, like, three other movies. Uh-huh. Same thing with Jim Erso. They've, uh-huh. they've included other people from Rogue One in this movie. Maybe uh-huh. Jim Erso can also be somehow meeting Han, like, along the way. They have the same personality, if you think about it. There's a whole big backstory that you can tell about Jin. Yeah. So... Um, the one thing I do not want is him to interact with Han Solo in any sort of way. That would yeah. ruin everything because we know from A New Hope when he's all like, yeah, it's oh, it's a bunch of, you know. Mumbo like jumbo. Never, well, that Force Awakens, but still, like, he's never any seen, he's never seen any all-powerful being, like, you know, controlling yeah. everything, whatever. So, um, but dude, it's it's very exciting and it, it's... It leaves Star Wars fans to just like uh, never ending uh, speculation of what's going to happen with him. Dude. I know. I'm going to be disappointed if nothing. If they happens. don't do anything with him, that's a straight up mistake. I agree because yeah, they just <laughs> they have so much potential, and I don't know. I guess the general movie going audience and like the casual Star Wars fans, Literally a lot confused. of them are probably searching up right now, like how. Who is this, or how is he alive? Yeah, and even so, I mean, you, I think you have enough hardcore fans, and you can get enough people involved. Having him involved in another movie going forward would be great. It would enrich yeah. the prequels more. It would bring the TV shows again, like we said. It would make them uh, more significant. And, and also the characters that we love, like such as Boba Fett, dude. There's a lot of yeah. Boba Fett fans there, but it's like, what else can you? You can't really like back anything with it. Same, well, sort uh-huh. of same thing with him. I mean, they, yeah. he's in the animated. They have, but yeah. how many people? General fans or yeah i guess the general yeah. movie going audience would know about that you exactly. know what i mean so it, it's it's a match made in heaven man it's it's definitely like one of the greatest things i've ever done so one of the yeah like we said one of the greatest star wars moments in history for us i'd say right up there with rogue rogue one darth vader scene but yeah, i give it a li- i give it a little more. bump just at the fact that i did not see that yep. coming whatsoever and it felt great to there was no sort of like um you know, nothing in the trailers that was like even hinting yeah. at that giving away. It That's when it was like, it was like oh my god, ah, oh, dude, it's so great. But yeah, we yeah. we could be talking about this forever, so oh, we yeah. should probably wrap it up right here. But anyways, guys, uh, go out and see Solo: A Star Wars Story. Do if it. um 
just do it again, man. I mean, I'm, hopefully you've already seen it if you're here for a spoiler review. But anyways, guys, here's what you can do in the meantime. Give this video a like and subscribe to the channel because we really appreciate your support. And drop a comment below, whether it be anything that we talked about today, Darth Maul, or anything that you guys like to bring into discussion. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at BackRowOfficial, and follow those pages for notifications on upcoming videos coming to you guys. We also have the Gotham um, the season finale uh, episode recap breakdown. That's coming very soon, guys. I'm sorry there's a bit of a delay there, but we have a lot going on. So, all right, look forward to that. And uh, anyways, guys, we'll see you next time on the normal episode of Back of Movie News. Bye. <laughs>